Welcome to Tropeful, a weekly look at how trope influences our understanding of our texts. I'm Cantor David Reinwald, and this week, we look at the fourth portion in the Torah, Parashat Vayira. And this portion is full of drama, so let's focus in on how trope both creates and responds to drama. While this portion has several stories within it, it is likely best known for its final story, which the portion waits until what would be the final aliyah to tell the entire story. This story is generally known as the Akedah in English, the Binding of Isaac. If one were true to the story, we would also call it the Test of Abraham. For so long, many have struggled with the idea of this story, or moreover with Abraham's lack of concern over the brashness of the test he is ready and willing to commit, to sacrifice his own son. So I propose, can the trope tell us anything about the inner dialogue Abraham is grappling with? Can it illuminate the drama beyond what we read on the page? Most indeed, it can. As we focus in on several different sections of this story, I will point you to some examples where we are instructed to pause between words. Are these dramatic pauses? You bet they are. I will point out also how the tropes illuminate the text in several places. And finally, this is a portion that is chanted not once a year, but twice. We chant it first when it appears in the Torah cycle, as it does this week, and we also chant it as one of the special portions for Rosh Hashanah. When it is chanted during the High Holidays, we use a special trope, and above all of the portions chanted during the High Holidays, it is this one, that the dramatic melody of the High Holiday trope fits more than any other. I will chant all of our examples in both our regular trope and the High Holiday trope, so that you can hear the remarkable difference. So let's begin. Let's begin by pausing. Did that feel uncomfortable? Good. I'll get back to that in just a moment. Sometimes in our trope, we have a bold line that appears between two words. This line is called a mafsik, which literally means a pause. And if you have ever been to a movie in Israel, they have an intermission during the movie. Yes, they really have an intermission. And they call this a hafsaka. This word is related to the same root as mafsik. This hafsaka occurs at some random point in the middle of a scene, actually more likely in the middle of a sentence that the actor you were closely listening to didn't finish. It's also an an uncomfortable pause, but I guess everyone in Israel just needs to stretch their legs or take a cigarette break or something. And you know what? Pausing in the middle of a phrase when you are chanting the Torah can feel equally uncomfortable, but it is that lack of comfort that creates drama in the text. And every time I get one of these in a portion that I'm teaching or studying or chanting myself, I always pause to reflect upon what the pause is trying to say, because in reality, we don't stop all that often, so these are there for a purpose. Is there something undescribed happening during this pause? Is it there to draw greater attention to the two words now separated? This portion has the most famous example of a pause between words in the entire Torah, 
And as we move to looking at the text, you can read the text in both Hebrew and English by following the link that I've posted in the, in the description below the podcast. We now look at chapter 22, verse 11. At the point that Abraham has raised a knife in the air, about to sacrifice Isaac, and an angel or messenger of God calls out to Abraham not once, but twice, Abraham, Abraham, what happens during that pause? There is no definitive answer, but clearly calling to Abraham once was not enough. There was a pause and his name was called again. Now listen to it chanted. See if it changes the way you think about this. This is how it sounds in regular trope as it will be chanted this week. Vaikra elav Malach Arunai Min Hashamayim Vayomer Avraham Avraham Vayomer Hineni Now I really want to show you how dramatic this can get, so let's listen to this verse again in High Holiday Trope. You will hear the notes rise on, and he called out to him, and then rise again on the name of God, Adonai, and then you will hear the pause, but even more dramatically. Let your imagination capture every aspect, what must have been going on in Abraham's head. Vayikra elav malach Adonai min hashamayim vayomer Avraham. Avraham, Vayomer, Hineni. The nature of the high holiday trope makes words stand out literally in every verse of the 24 that make up this chapter. But what is particularly noticeable is how they make commands stick out. Take, for example, in verse 5. Abraham tells Isaac and Ishmael to remain with the donkey while he goes off to get wood for the unplanned burnt offering. When we chant it this week, it will sound like this. Stay here. Stay here with the donkey. But if we chant the same phrase with the high holiday trope, the nature of the command is lost on no one. Check this out. The high holiday trope has a hastened, anxious sound to it. Two verses later, in verse 7, we read, And Isaac spoke to Abraham his father, and he said, My father! And he said, Here I am, my son. And he said, Here are the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? This will sound like this when it is chanted this week. Vayomer Yitzchak El Avraham Aviv, Vayomer Avihi, Vayomer Hineni Veni, Vayomer Hinei Haish, Vehaetsim, Veaye Hase Leola. But during high holidays, there is no doubt. This is a fast, breathless conversation. Listen again. Vayomer Yitzchak El Avraham Aviv Vayomer Avihi Vayomer Hineni Veni Vayomer 
So how does Abraham ultimately respond to Isaac's question, Where is the lamb for the offering? This week, the answer in verse 8 will sound like this. Vayomer Avraham Elohim Yir Eloho Leolah Beni And Abraham said, God will provide for himself the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And they both went together. Abraham responds prayerfully that God will see to providing the lamb. And it is in the high holiday trope where this really sounds like a prayer. The word Elohim, God, is elevated. And then the following three words will see to the lamb flow evenly. Vayomer Avraham Elohim Yir Eloho Haseh Leolah Beni Vayilhu Shnehem Yachdav There is one other pause in this story which comes just past the midpoint as we are steadily heading toward the conclusion, now moving to verse 14. After all of the ensuing drama, Abraham hears a ram caught in the thicket, and then names the place where all of this has occurred, Adonai, pause, yireh, God, will see. When this is chanted, it sounds like this in regular trope. Vayikra Avraham Shame hamakom hahu Adonai. Yir And then this same phrase sounds like this in the dramatic high holiday trope. Vayikra Avraham. Shame hamakom hahu Adonai. Yir Both leave us wondering. What is this pause trying to say as it disconnects the words Adunai and we'll see? There is a blank mystical pause left there for us to wonder, what will God see from that time forward? The Torah leaves us with one additional thought in the second half of the verse, that on the mountain, God is seen. And so I wish for all of you to find your spiritual mountain where you will find and fulfill those meaningful and holy moments, especially as we head forward into this great week of Thanksgiving. I wish a wonderful holiday to you and your family, and I look forward to joining together again with you next week. So until then, be tropeful. <laughs>